So now that we're now that we're yeah recording, I have to say I can, I'm not allowed to talk about Shakira this week. No, I can't talk about any milf badonka donks either. No, I got a lot of messages about it. A lot, like too many. Turned a lot of people on. I saw we got a lot of new followers. We did get a lot of new followers. <laughs> people are like, he's right about the yeah. lyric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, yeah, of course. But also, your cheat code for Pornhub also helped everybody out. Like, if you put MILF in Big Butt, you get a whole new lane. You cut that part out. Mm-hmm. Put it back on, though. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that. Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Remember, too, whenever uh, it was, we found the, the German Scheiser porn? That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Got right in front of you. Welcome back to Joe Tutorium. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys. And just so you know, we are wrestling Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And I'm point real hard at the camera. I'm gonna make it catch on fire. <clears throat> So, if you guys haven't noticed where we are right now, we are on on site at Yellow Bridge with the wonderful guest we're going to have here, Justin Goodfellow, who is the head brewer here at Yellow Bridge. Um, I'm really happy that you're here, Justin. Oh, I'm are happy you, that you're here, man. Are you? You I guys am. are really happy. I'm super happy that oh, he's here. Can't wait for a fight to break up. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I know, like Hop Nation, I said some shit, and then Hot Sauce came involved on our podcast, and I said some shit. Um, just know that I meant every single word of it. And <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Right. So for listeners new to the podcast, what came up in both of those situations was Matt's least favorite brewery. Mm-hmm. And both times he said Yellow Bridge. Yeah. Ooh. And then there was uh, off mic stuff that I said that was really hurtful. And yeah. then things I said in my personal life. And then things I said to like my coworkers that you don't even know. And then other brewers. And nice. Then at homebrew competitions and... To my wife. Nice. So I'm really happy that you're here. So yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Remember when we went to like the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild meeting? And you weren't even invited, but you just came in to talk shit. Yeah. I walked in and I was like, hey, do you guys know that Yellow Bridge got a new dipshit to brew beer <laughs> over there? And they were like, Justin Goodfellow. I'm like, that's him. Everyone knows you. And then, and then you were like, specifically like, it used to be good. <laughs> which I don't, I which don't is share. Weird, which is weird because he hated it, right? I don't share so. any of these opinions, by the way. I think you're great. I love one of my top breweries. And, and of, yeah. of course I'm joking. I love you, Justin. Thank you for allowing us to come on site. Uh, we do appreciate it. And we're very happy that you ha- have the head brewer position over here. And they're all jokes. No, I know. Thank I, you. I do, uh, I do like you a lot. I know. I love, I love ribbon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. But right now it's like, you know, I, I go ahead and keep uh, piling on them. I, I like it. So, you know. As we progress, we'll, yeah. work, we'll work on this. Yeah, no, Me go ahead. You. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, so okay. I'm just the counselor. Yeah. I'm yes. the therapist. Yes. I don't want you two to get divorced. I don't want to get divorced either. I don't think we're married yet, but kids we will, will be. be. The kids will, the yeah. kids will <laughs> resent you for it. 
So uh, just to remind you, Justin, and remind all the listeners and the watchers on YouTube here, uh, we are going to have awards at the end of the year for our top-rated guests. So right now, you're up against um, Taylor from Abjuration is our first and only guest so far in 2022, and we do have some other great guests that are coming on. But before we get into all of that, uh, we are here at Yellow Bridge, and you uh, continue to make some of the best beers in the Berg. So it's round one. You brew up some beers. Put them together. Call Ram on beers. Justin, what are we drinking here? We are drinking Higher Learning. So uh, this is a cream ale that uh, my boss, uh, my boss, whenever he started this place up, it was like one of the, you know, the beers that he was really proud of whenever they started learning water chemistry. And uh, uh, I think it, I think this batch especially, it just came out absolutely fantastic. I don't know if, you know, if you can tell, um, it, I, crystal clear yeah. like indiana jones and you know the crystal yes. skull type clear you know what i mean so it's wonderful right super clear yes. super, super clear. wonderful uh, it's, just... it's a perfect example of a cream ale in my book yeah you get that little bit of sweetness from the corn that you expect but it's just crisp really clean crisp yeah. and that's why I like wisp yeah the sweetness really lingers too which is great uh it makes you want to come back for, yeah. for more which is Something I look for in beers that I call the Lay's potato chip effect. I want to have more than one sip. And yeah. that's exactly what this achieves here. Um, and this, of course, is a great example of what you bring to the table to Yellow Bridge. Um, and I'm glad to see and it. What, what ABVs is coming? Yeah, yeah. I know it's, we're under five, oh, right? We're in the four like or five. Okay. I think I think it might might actually just be 5%, okay. Ooh, something nice. to that effect. So, Crispy I mean, boy. wonderful. Yeah. And it, it's nice, too, because it's... Uh, Right now, low key, it's uh, like half the staff's favorite beer. And then, you know, I'm I'm floating around here all the time, especially on like a Thursday or Friday. I'm just, you know, you know, the tap room opens up and somebody comes in that I might see or whatever, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm talking to whoever. And I just had it like a week or two ago where people came in and they're like, oh, you're the, you're the brewer, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. And uh, they're like, what are you drinking? And I was like, honestly, what I'm feeling right now is that. And they're like, oh. Like, they were kind of, like, caught off guard. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's beer-flavored beer. It's delicious, so. Well, everybody wants to hear, like, oh, I have this triple imperial marshmallow peanut butter something or other. Sour yeah. stout. Yeah. It's, Enjoy. Yeah, try it out. You need a spoon. Like, yep. so, Hope you don't need your taste buds the rest of the But, you know, these, you know, cream ales and traditional style beers are on a comeback. And if more can come out like this, mm-hmm. then I'm going to love the resurgence. So great yeah. job on this, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. So it, uh, it definitely is, uh, one that I'm very proud of. So very proud of. Wonderful. So, uh, we've already mentioned that you're the head brewer here. Um, so just some backstory on this, cause this isn't your first pro brewing gig. So how did you get involved with yellow bridge? Uh, well, um, so I met Ian. Um, Ian's the owner of uh, Yellow Bridge. Um, he, you know, him and his brother had started this up, and uh, I met him a few years ago at uh, Homebrew and Chill, I believe it was. Uh, I think you know something about that, right, Bash? You know a little bit about. You, you go yeah. to that. You know that my right? beers, my beers get judged very poorly there. Yeah. Every yeah. Year. yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> I uh, that year I had two beers that uh, one of them won one of the the judges' votes. And the other one was honestly like it, it could have taken another spot basically. And uh, I met him. He was talking, and he he loved my stuff. And then a couple months later, he messaged me, and I came out, and he was saying he was looking for like an assistant brewer or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's you know, that's pretty cool. And at 
like a month later, I got a message from another uh, brewery that is no more, um, and uh, Fury Brewing, and and I ended up uh, going there just because it was closer to home, and you know, I, I, I uh, you know, my own backyard. I, I kind of I loved their beers there. I loved what they had been doing. Um, you know, Ryan, who was previously there, um, he did some good stuff, and it was like, oh, you know, I I want to get into brewing, so. I did that for what a year and a few months and um things were getting a little rough at the end and it was like you know he Ian was going through some stuff and he needed uh he needed a brewer and I needed you know um there were certain things I needed and we we talked it over and it just fit so yeah yeah. wonderful man and uh so you're talking about going from Fury to yellow bridge uh mm-hmm. was there a difference in like the scale of production that you can get from yellow bridge in comparison to fury like how, oh yeah so what's the output look like here well this is this is it, this is double the size so this is seven okay. barrel system uh we we can only brew um right now currently um mondays and tuesdays so it's like yeah the 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 amount of days i uh can brew is is lowered but the volume is higher um okay. It's a lot more work. I mean, just, you know, in general, it's more grain. It's, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then with Yellow Bridge, there is a little bit, I mean, it's a bigger distribution than what Fury had. So I can, you know, it's 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 kind of cool that, you know, I can go into like Giant Eagle, like Irwin or whatever. And you're yeah. like, oh, there's our beer, you yeah. know, and, you know, and it's like, it's just pretty, it's pretty rad. So and I was going to ask you too. So uh, I know and we adam and i were big fans of fury and we were really big fans of fury when you were there you you put out some really great beers there uh but one thing we noticed of course in comparison from fury to here is that we can find your your cans uh and also on tap all over the place so so what do the sales look like outside the brewery like is or how far is your reach right now in terms Um, of distribution well right now i mean we 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 do um we do distribute to both westmoreland and allegheny county um I don't know that we go anything further than that, and I don't know if we're going to in the future. But um, you can definitely, if you're, you know, if you're going down to like Mike's Beer Bar, you can you can catch some of our stuff there. If you're going to, uh, you know, anywhere from Marinos or yeah. uh, or, or Tapped or uh, Oliver's Poorhouse in Greensburg, it's like you can catch our stuff there. Um, I know that we have some stuff that I think makes its way out towards South Hills, but I'm not entirely sure of how far. Um, so there's just, uh, you got to keep your eyes open for, for this stuff, but I, I'm sure that a lot of craft brewer, craft beer drinkers and, and fans are, you know, always on the, always on the hunt for something that they're not used to seeing, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you're only brewing Monday and Tuesdays, the rest of the week, canning and getting yeah. the beer out there, basically canning, kegging, uh, cleaning, a lot of cleaning. <laughs> yeah, a lot I can of cleaning. Only imagine. <laughs> uh, that you guys came, you guys, before you guys came in, it was like, I, you know, uh, we had just got done kegging and canning and I was cleaning fermenters and just, uh, tomorrow it's like cleaning kegs, cleaning other things, you know, it's just deep, constant cleaning almost, you know, so. That's why you need one of me. That's, that's all I do. He's, I, the, he's the cleaner for bash brew. That's all I do. I don't. That's all I like Wait, him. Adam doesn't clean? No, he doesn't have to. Why? Tomorrow I do. He's not going to Yeah, I won't be there tomorrow. If he's there, I yeah. have to. Oh, oh, my, oh, my job is to clean and also catch things. He throws them violently. That's my other it's job. Only happened once, and you didn't catch it. I didn't. I was scared. and I threw it right at your head. <laughs> That's why I didn't catch it, dude. <laughs> that it was, was a glove. It wasn't. Oh, that was. It bad. wasn't like 
You, you threw hops at him or something no. like that. No, or, no. What about a brick of yeast? Be, <laughs> I don't even think I could throw like hop pellets at him. I'd like, yeah, I'd like, like black, like fairy like blast. Shower me with yeah. them, like salt bay. Yeah. No, uh, try so, that next time. So you're talking about uh, people seeing things that they haven't seen before in, in terms of beer. So we yeah. we have seen you at beer festivals, and wow. you do participate uh, pretty heavily as a judge. Uh, so does that like how did you get started in judging, and how does that influence what you do here? Well. Uh, it's, yeah. it's very difficult. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I don't know why everybody does what they do, but I mean, for me, I started homebrewing out of a love. Um, you know, I love craft beer, and it was like, well, I mean, you know, I'd been listening to podcasts, and uh, I kept like talking to my wife. I was like, man, I, I, I think I want to try this. I want to try this, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so I, I, she broke down and got me a, a beer kit, uh, like a starter kit for Father's Day in 2013, and it just like opened up this like giant you know door and uh we'll fast forward to two years later and you know one way to become a better brewer is just through experience and study and and you know the the more you can learn um the hopefully better product you can put out so i was like you know what i want to become a judge because i want to learn more but you know be able to diagnose certain things if there's off flavors if uh you know if 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 i'm doing a certain style like what perhaps might I use for that style? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that really, uh, it was, it was just a nice handy thing to, to make me a better brewer. So that's awesome. Man. And especially from the homebrew scene, you know, uh, I think that pro brewers that start off homebrewing and really get experimental can learn a bunch of things they can bring over with them. Um, so when, when you were homebrewing, you started in 2013, so we're in 2022. So that's a significant amount of time. Yeah. What were some of the, bigger lessons that you learned when you were homebrewing and did any of that translate over to Yellowbridge uh, or into Fury or to wherever your first step was? Yeah. Um, uh, I learned to get comfortable with dumping beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be tough, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, so I listened to the abjuration episode Yes, and it was a good episode. There was like, you know, there was stuff that he was sitting on that I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. You know? And then there was other stuff where I'm like, no way, dude. And I, um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I got to this point where, um, you know, if, if, if a beer isn't, uh, if a beer isn't, isn't the best quality, why, why put it out? Why try, why even try forcing to drink it? So as a home brewer, I would, I would do stuff. And if it didn't work, it was just like, I know this cost me whatever, but it's like, that's, it's worth going down the drain instead yeah. of, uh, you know, like forcing it down, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, like, like the dad, like, you know, catching his kids smoking and it's like, you're gonna smoke the whole pack. It's like, that's not the right thing to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's the right thing to do. So, um, I mean, I know some of ours have been off and me and Matt just drink it, but yeah. it's not like off to the point where it would make it. Well, yeah. Sick. It's just like, but I mean, that's something that you learn too, as right. you go, you yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got I got very comfortable with it because uh, when it comes to scaling up, uh, you know, I mean, I think I think we've all been to breweries in the past. It doesn't happen as much now, but we've been to breweries in the past where you go in like the first six six months, maybe a year. Yeah, it's not good, and you're like, oh, dude, this is this is rough, you know. Yeah, and I know that it costs those those breweries a lot to make, but at the same time, it's like to to try to help your establishment. You know what I mean? You, you need to learn when to right. cut that cord. Yeah. I mean, yeah. things happen, you, you know? Yeah, so, yep. so I can only tell you, so in, in 
the only time I can ever like really relate to that in terms of like podcasting versus versus beer making is there have been times we've made episodes and I'm just like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I can put that up. So if you go back to listen to episode two, two or three, two is pretty, two is really bad. Something happened where like we had a third mic and the mic just wouldn't work. So, okay. so it would be me talking and then the third guy was talking and then Adam would try to talk and his mic just cut out. Yeah. So we're 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 talking to a ghost basically, and no one can hear what he's saying. But I still put it out, and the hatred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then you're gonna get like that, you, and you knew it. You knew that oh, people yeah. were gonna be like, "Oh man, like yeah. the, you know, I can't hear." And it's like, yeah, we couldn't either. You know what I mean? And like that, that was the thing too. Like people would message me and be like, "Why did you even do this?" And it was like, "Cause I felt like I had to give you something." And yeah. I did. Yeah. So it's understandable. I mean, it's you know from all those fronts, but that's just it's something that. I don't know. Um, I'm very grateful for it because, like, when I learned how to do, like, when I learned how to make sours, the first two or three uh, batches uh, down the drain. Like, yeah. I remember the the like the first time, like, I took off that airlock, and <laughs> I, you know, I went to like I went to rack it, and that's also how I learned butyric acid because I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, you know what I mean? Like, this is this isn't right. This is this smells this like vomit, hurt. and I'm gonna yeah. you know yeah. So. Uh, that, that was one of those instances where it was like, yeah, I'd feel better just dumping this and not potentially hurting anybody. You know what I mean? So, so we look at... Uh, Tastes the same going in and coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so we look at... That's a chunky sour, right? That's a, <laughs> that's a smoochie, isn't what they call yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> so when we look at home brewing versus professional brewing, can you remember the first successful successful beer you've had in both? Like your first successful <sighs> homebrew, you were like, I nailed this, and then the first time I'm yeah, professional. I absolutely remember it. Okay. Um, for home brewing, at least. Yes. Uh, so I was go I wasn't... I suck at the beginning. I mean, anybody that's, you know, yeah, anybody that starts beginning. off right out the gate, like doing okay, like that's a, that's a giant leap. It really just, is. You just yeah. sucked at the beginning. Oh dude, I was so, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, Justin uh, actually is one of the, yes. one of an elite group Absolutely. of beer judges that can actually brew, yes. their, he, brew their face uh, off too. Yes. Like he's just as but good like, as a judge as he is a brewer. The, the first like five batches I ever did, right? Um, it just awful, just so bad, right? <laughs> and, uh, and and that was the, that was one of those times too that I was like, I'm going to drink it because I I did it, you know, it was me. Yep. And uh, and then I learned quickly to just ditch that philosophy, and uh, I was like, nope, you know. Uh, but so the very first uh, beer that did anything good for me was, um, and I was going to quit, but um, I had this IPA, and it was like a kit IPA, but I I wanted to alter it because it's like, well, it's a kit, I want it to be my own, you know. And so uh, I think I, I think I did something to the effect of like uh, dogfish is uh, dry hopping every few minutes, right? Yeah. Um, I did that for this beer, and it turned out fine, right? But then I go to bottle it because I wasn't kegging, and I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta make up my my bottling, you know, I gotta make up my 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 priming sugar, and I go and they the kits used to give you like a ridiculous amount of sugar. They didn't give you what you would need for the beer, which no. to me doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right. They would give you like, you know, if you needed four ounces of sugar, they gave you like eight. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm just going to do this. And then I realized it afterwards and I'm like, oh no. And at the time, the only sort of brewer that I knew was Jeff Bloom uh, for Bloom Brew. Um, yeah. So he's, he's down in West Newton. And uh, I messaged him and I'm like, dude, I just did this IPA. And it's not like I overcarbonated. I know I did. I'm like, I told him how much priming sugar, all this stuff. And he's like, okay, well, here's what you're going to do. You're going to 
like leave it out and every day just like open up a bottle right like just uh, just enough that you can tell if it's starting and he's like the moment you hear that you know you're gonna go ahead and take all of that and stick it in the fridge yeah so i did that and it sat in my fridge for like a month and that made my wife so happy so <laughs> so incredibly happy that's what wives like we take up all oh the yeah just to take up beer. all of that yeah. oh yeah man you know yeah. uh so and then i and then i take it to uh, a competition down in uh, connellsville uh, tangled up in brew and at the time they had uh just like their their judges but these judges loved it like they 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 actually were like this is the best beer here and so i think i won like 100 bucks a gift card for like a uh you know like a, a homebrew club or homebrew supply store all that kind of stuff and i remember like afterwards like we left and i went we went to denny's because i you know was a little bit yeah. lit and i was hungry it's, it's like we went to, we went to denny's and i'm like i can brew anything you know what i mean it was like you're sitting there and you're like dude let's just do it you know what i mean like let's brew like whatever right throw it at me now now all of a sudden it went from the needle is stuck on e to oh the tank's full let's go you know what i mean and uh so you, you like got the fever for oh it. Yeah. yeah and and that kept me in it man because i was gonna i was i was really looking at like i'm gonna i'm just gonna give this up because i suck you know <laughs> i mean you you can speak to this too at a homebrew competition like there's no higher high than winning it doesn't even matter yeah. what you won dude yeah man it's just like winning even getting like third place like just having your name said is yeah the placing, top beer out of like uh, and that's i don't think 30 that, to 60 beers that's crazy. something that a lot of people don't realize placing is very difficult yeah yeah especially nowadays too with things getting tougher and everything like i mean it's it's difficult um but for pro uh the i think the the first time i realized that i was doing something right was uh was puffed honestly yeah. because puffed was a couple months in to my 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 brewing at fury and it was just like what uh, a month after the lockdown started yeah. and so i've got this I'm, i had this idea i was like dude i was like you know the previous brewer he, ryan did this you know oreo oreo stout and i'm like i have an idea for doing a peanut butter milk stout and i mean we sold through what five barrels in like two hours yeah it was insane like i mean that I, I mean granted it was all to go it was all during packaged COVID, yeah. and all that kind of stuff but Still, i mean it was yeah. it was awesome to do so, that during covid like you were yeah. saying that's incredible yeah and i, mean, I had puffed myself too and it, it was, was rad yes. it was so good <laughs> I, got, so, I got some yeah yeah so if we look forward uh to the year 2022 you know uh, how since you're here now and you're definitely bringing your influence to what happens here do you have any goals for yourself or for the brewery that you really want to establish or achieve in this year or, or set up for next year oh well, yeah so i mean my my definitely uh i think every person that does anything especially brewing though you should have goals right so for me personally i'm i'm trying to i mean you know uh obviously help grow this business um you know uh i, I, I love yellow bridge and i want to see it grow more um uh, i have goals of making like the, the the sours that are starting to come out you know stuff that um they weren't doing here before uh, i have goals of making really clean you know lockers and stuff like that like we like we kind of want to start getting our name out there for things like that um you know, and then I don't know if it's going to be this year, but I know that future goals are, you know, starting up a barrel program. That was something that I learned at Fury that I enjoyed 
and it was like, oh, dude, I want to do this. And I yeah. saw the reaction, and it was like, yeah, let's, you know. So eventually I'd love to get a barrel program going here. Um, but that, that might not be 2022. Okay. So, But that's at least for for this year, That's it's it's that. And, you know. I think also the hazy stuff. Like we we we're known for doing a lot of hazies. Yeah. And uh, I want to get our hazies to another level where we can all look at each other and go, "Oh my goodness, yes!" We're, like this is, you know, out, it's just up there with some of the the other best ones you can have in the area. So, you know what I mean? Wonderful. So, how about Yellow Bridge as a whole for 2022? Is there any uh, expansion plans or anything you can talk about at this time, or is that I mean, all being kept? There's there's Secret for now. I, or there's, all, all I'm saying is pay attention come May, June time frame. Okay. Uh, there may be a big you know, thing happening. So It sounds like we're coming yeah. back in May and June or I'm something. Gonna, I'm going to put it on my Google calendar. Yeah, I'm going to put it in there real quick. We might have to come back through and have another interview real quick. Yeah. Uh, so we hear your name a ton in the craft beer scene and it's and it's no mystery man like you you're a very positive influence in pittsburgh craft beer and and we can all agree here for a second craft beer in pittsburgh kind of got a little toxic things were going a little weird in some circles yeah yeah yeah, and the one thing that stayed steady was justin goodfellow is a good fellow yeah oh great that great listen listen back uh, to the bobby nacho oh yeah interview we did yeah, yeah. full-on spooky season with yep. full pint and you can just hearing from mr nacho how wonderful you are and then my experiences with you and the experiences i've seen you have with adam and the influence you have on other brewers what what inspires you to be that point of positivity in, in craft beer when because you know any craft beer brewer can just say i'm in it for me i'm gonna just be yeah. reclusive and then but you're not you're out there so what, uh, what drives you for that I think that it's it's a combination of things. I think that like um, I think that that to to influence other you know especially home brewers um, to influence them to just keep at it. You know, I know that feeling of either why am I doing this or you know why do it when they can do it. You know, I know that feeling, and it's uh, you know it's just another hurdle to overcome. And I think everybody that is is has a love for this that if they really can wait it out they can they can do a good job and for the pro side of it though i mean there are places that i think every single brewery in the area every single one of them i think that they all have at least one good beer and i think too many times we hear you know uh you know that sucked oh that sucked are you going untapped and you see those monstrosity of reviews by people that think they know everything because hey i drank a lot and it's like (laughs) okay all right um you know and you know that that kind of stuff can bring people down um i look for you know in every brewery i look for something positive that they're doing and i make sure that if i'm talking to the brewer that they know it like uh, we just i poured at um the helltown hibernation on saturday and um i was next to you know trace and devout and so Devout's pretty close to here, but yeah. Trace is in what Bloomfield, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I told the guy, I was like, man, that Taps and Tiles Hazy IPA was fantastic. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, I can still remember. It was delicious. You know what I mean? And that was being honest. You know what I mean? And it, it was just, you know, it was, I think, uh, one of their, their brewers in training plus, like, the, the marketing guy. 
nicest people and the dude was actually wearing like a deftone shirt so i was like yeah. i'm like standing there and i'm like wait a minute what's that shirt like that's deftones and i went over and i was like hey man i like your shirt you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big deftones fan and uh but like devout you know they they you know they might not be doing every single thing you know 100 mm-hmm. percent, but there's probably one beer or more, you know more that they're just knocking out of the park yeah. that i i think that people could possibly lose you know the forest for the trees like yeah. it's like yeah. you're you're missing these 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 good qualities you know what i mean so you know not everything's gonna always be perfect not everything's gonna line up but right. you know so well that's good then man. i'm glad that you can uh, kind of see it that way i think not to yeah. put words in his mouth it's just his passion for craft beer doesn't stop at him it's like he wants everybody to get into it he yeah. wants everybody to love it as much as possible yeah. Um, I, in full disclosure, I showed up a half an hour early to get here <laughs> and pick his brain a little bit about some yeast treatment. So, uh, and he was more than happy to talk to me about it. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, he's just one of the people I go to, you know, if I need help or I'm stuck on something or I'm between doing yeah. this A or B, Justin can talk me through the yeah. benefits and the pros and cons of A and B. And I mean, and it's do. the same thing though, uh, with the reverse, you know, if I have issues or if I have questions, I... I would want there to be somebody that I could go to that I could reach out to and be like, hey, man, like, what are you guys doing? You know what right, I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, do, what do I do? You know, and um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's very much a do unto others type thing. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, that's what I try to do. There's a, so. there's a lot of good people for it in, yeah. in, in Pittsburgh Craft Beer. But for sure. Justin's, one of the, yeah. Justin's one of the best. So. And, and I can say as a guy who I, I'm not a brewer, I, I help. I help brew. With you clean. I, I clean. I let you clean. I clean. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, get I, your face away from there. You're going to ruin it. Yes. <laughs> Don't breathe in that. <laughs> uh, but I can say there was a moment whenever I was at um, Greensburg, at that uh, whole shebang over there. Um, Humberage Chill. Yeah. And you, I came to, you were talking to somebody else and you stopped talking to them only to talk to me. And you were in the middle of explaining something very intricate about brewing. And you turned to me and you're like, what are you drinking, fuckface? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just like, you met me at my level. Like, I'm drinking a beer. You asked me what it was. I started talking about it. And you went from being funny to being like, oh, yeah, it has this and this and this. And you'll taste this and you'll taste that. So it was, as a guy, I, I consider myself more of a layman when it comes to craft beer. I like what I like when it tastes good. Yeah. And then you took the moment to explain to me why I think it tastes good. Yeah. So. I mean, and, you know, that's like a, a fun thing, too. You ever want to see me in scramble mode? Uh, have me in a room with a bunch of brewers that I know. Yeah. It's Or, or not even just brewers, like just, just fans or whatever it is, like friends, you know, family. I'm everywhere i'm like oh crap like i need to talk to you know and it's just like meeting people with their it's like pinball. like like you said like their level yeah. or whatever i mean i don't want to say it like that but like i'm not like you know above but it's like yeah it's like it's like that like oh dude like there's whatever you know and like you know i'll remember the last time that i talked to them we talked about whatever and i'll go over and like hey man you know what's up and you know it's being uh, able to relate to yeah, everybody, everybody i mean around beer whether they're a brewer a, yeah a fan a, a, yeah. a drinker stuff a first, even just a first time. I'm sure even a first yeah. time craft beer drinker, you'd love yep. to talk them through it. You yeah. know, yep. it's just it's just you being able to identify who that person is and how yeah. to connect with them. So, speaking of connecting with people, this is your opportunity to fantasy book yourself for any beer fest in the world. You you get to brew something here that you're confident in, and you can take it to any beer fest in the world. Where are you going, and what are you brewing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Uh... I mean, automatically, I guess it would have to be GABF, right? So Great American Beer Festival. Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, that's just like the 
the the one that's like I don't know what I would do there because <laughs> I would probably just die. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like you, you're, you know, I don't know. But and I don't know what I would I don't know what I would bring. I would want to bring something like this, something nice and crispy and yeah. easy to drink. But then there's that other part of me. It's like, well, how do you stand out? And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. And maybe the point isn't just to stand out. So I think I would I think I would try to bring like loggers or something like that, you That's know, cool. to that and. At least if, you know... <laughs> you wouldn't do that? No, no, no. no. I, I'm fantasy booking him in my head. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Well, I'm sending you to Germany for the Oktoberfest, and you're taking a hazy IPA and just ruining everything. Marzen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Could you... Oh, man. That'd be great. <laughs> Spreckensy hazy and just start handing it out like... <laughs> Fuck your beer just cheese. by the leader. I don't know. How, I don't know how to say it in German, but they would just like smell it and be like, "This beer is sick." And dump it. <laughs> so you just want to book Justin to pissing people off. <laughs> Do you think that enough people there would be like, "Why are you? Why are you giving me this yeast starter? Right. Yeah. What are you doing?" Exactly. Like, no, no, I want the stuff that was on top of this. Why are you yeah. giving me this? I don't like slurry. Yeah. Like, like even twelve-year-old kids over in Germany know how to brew beer. So yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. What is this? Well, you use your hands. It's like a. <laughs> It's like for babies, you know, like, so Justin, we, uh, you do listen to us. So you do know we are a combat sports wrestling focused podcast and we yep. wouldn't let you get away with not oh, answering boy. some wrestling questions. Yep. So there's a lightning round before we go into a break. So okay. we're going to fire it off here. And the first thing that comes to your brain, that's your answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We know when you're not brewing, you're pinning shoulders, to mats and stealing kisses from all the rats. So you're going to have to answer some questions. So how it's going to go is Adam's going to go first. I'm going to go second. And we're going to just kind of do that back and forth until we run out of questions and you run out of brain cells. Okay. Okay. Adam. I already forgot who you said was going first. And it's me. Uh, who is your favorite wrestler of 2021? And if you haven't been watching currently, you can go all oh, time. I'm glad you said favorite. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I have not been, but okay. This is just a personal thing. Whatever. Uh, uh, do a drop? Oh, do drop. Do drop? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, uh, I I have reasons. <laughs> uh, Shakira type reasons? Oh, yeah. You can't say Shakira. No, all he did Sorry. was reference. All he did Sorry. was reference. He yeah, didn't say the, the bad things. He just do said. Do it anymore. But that's a PG Col way of Colombi saying. Colombian you know, singer type? Yeah. 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 But that's just, you know. You know <laughs> well, I already stalled our lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> Your favorite finisher of all time? Oh, Sting, Scorpion. Uh, Scorpion Death Drop. Yeah, yeah, dude. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Most hated wrestler of 2021? Uh, I, since I don't watch, I'm just going to guess Brock Lesnar because uh, every time <laughs> I see anything on Facebook or whatever, it's like this dude with like a knife tattoo, and I'm just like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a, a favorite match of all time? Yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble, um, uh, 98, uh, the one, uh, it was th that whole thing. Actually, I could watch the yeah. thing from start to finish. It was so, it was so <laughs> fun. That was like my heyday of watching stuff. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. That was good, man. Glad you said that. Cause yeah. it plays into the next question. What was your favorite wrestler of the attitude era? And that could be WWF at the time, WCW or ECW. Yeah. They yeah. were all real big. I know this is tough too. Uh, I mean, at the time I was a huge Stone Cold fan, yeah. like huge Stone Cold, like just Same. ridiculous, Same you know? Um, but now that I'm older, HBK. Yeah. 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 Strong, HBK, man. Strong. Just to let you know real quick, for me, it was Rob Van Dam. Mm. I loved Rob Van Dam. When he would, oh, and then the crowd would, the oh, it was so it. rad. Yeah, oh, it was so good. And then last but not least, here in the lightning round, if you could have beers with one wrestler, dead or alive, who would it be? 
That's tough. I guess I'm. I guess I'm going to go uh, at least Stone Cold. I know he drinks. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. a good one. So yeah. you know, Solid what were you hoping for? I want somebody else to say Andre the Giant because that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. What? So he can carry you or something? Right? Yeah. No, I wanted him. To, to, I wanted him. <laughs> I wanted him to drink me to death and then yeah. carry me to heaven. He was like, "This is where you go." <laughs> like one is like piggyback. Like oh. a child. Goodness. It'll happen. So, like I, like I said, we are going to move into a break. So, uh, we do have some ads from another one of our friends over at a podcast called Super Familiar with the Wilsons. Uh, this husband and wife duo kick off, uh, kick up the nostalgia of hanging out with your at your buddy's house with their cool parents. And Josh and Amanda have a weekly podcast that features incredible interviews, silly games, and great conversation. So, uh, go ahead and check them out. Search them out on all social media at Super Familiar with the Wilsons, but just make sure you tell them the boys sent you. Also, don't forget, we are sponsored by Lucky 13s and Anchor FM. And right now, if you actually get the beginner tattoo kit from Lucky 13s, if you type in promo code free shirt, you get a free shirt up to $35 in value with your order. And if you use our promo code, Madden1935.29, you get an additional 25% off your entire order. So check them out. Because when you support our sponsors, you support us. And you support us, bringing some pretty cool stuff like talking to Justin Goodfellow from Yellowbridge. So we'll see you on the other side. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. You know that family whose house you hung out in when you were a kid? The house was a little loud and chaotic, but always fun. And sometimes felt more home than home. Well, that's us. We're the Wilsons, and we welcome you into our podcast with silly chat, ridiculous games, and interviews with interesting people. Like a spin doctor. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. Welcome home. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it. Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using? I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo. Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new. Oh yeah, man. I found their products after taking their online quiz, and it pointed me in the right direction. Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code, MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site. From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like. And again, when you support a sponsor, you support us. When you support us, we bring some pretty cool stuff like talking to Justin Goodfellow from Yellow Bridge. And do not forget about getting familiar with the Wilsons. So uh, we had a little bit of a therapy session during the break, which was good. So just real quick, I want to say one nice thing about you and you say something nice about me. And then I'm glad I don't have to do this. Yeah. No, I want to hear me out. I like it's an I statement. I like the way Justin doesn't try hard to be a good brewer. No, this is tough. Uh, I'm turning over a new leaf, though, right? So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I statements make the I. I like that you have a great voice for radio and a better face for radio as well. <laughs> Very nice. 
I think, um, you, I think you both got each other there. I think we got. I think we're, we're so glad I don't have to see even nice, even ground, right? Pretty good. Feel yeah, good. Pretty good. I love it, man. Like, yeah, friends now. Absolutely. <laughs> Everything I, I said prior to this is gone. As, as your therapy, as your therapist, I think this is helping. This is, this is healthy. Yep. This is healthy. It's a, oh, it's a definitely a healthy relationship. Yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Pass, <laughs> passive aggression is better than resentment. Yeah, we're, getting, we're making steps. Well, one thing I learned about in school is passive aggression is better than physical aggression. One usually leads to the other, though. That's on your textbook. So anyway, we're in round two, and Justin, you brought us another delicious beer. So it is round two. You brought more beers. Put them together. What are we drinking? So this is the beer that's coming out this weekend. This is Room for Dessert. This is a collaboration that we did with Marino's. Um, so anybody that had had... Um, any of the uh, Fury Marinos collaborations in the past. Um, this is kind of a stepping stone to that. So this is a cheesecake sour. Um, you know, uh, raspberry, um, cream cheese, uh, milk powder, all that kind of stuff. Uh, cinnamon. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else might have been in it. But, uh, is there any vanilla in it or is that the cream cheese I'm tasting? I think that might have been the cream cheese. Cream cheese? Yeah, I don't nice. No, really we did not use we did no, not no. use vanilla okay. in this one yet. Yeah. But uh, it six um, percent, um, so it's a little bit higher for a sour, I guess. I don't know, uh, but it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. It's delicious. I'm so. really liking it. Uh, it is is really sweet as you would want it to be. Clearly, yeah. when you look at the color of it, you yeah. know you're in for something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and and very uh, opaque. You know. Um, oh yeah. Uh, That's a judge's word right there. Yes. Opaque. opaque. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does not skimp on the raspberry. No. The raspberry is really nice, and the sour meets it right where the tartness of a raspberry usually is. Mm -hmm. It like, like, just accentuates. It doesn't like, ever You get, you get like in the aroma, too. You get that, oh, man. You get that, that cream cheese. I get cream like, cheese and raspberry. Uh, it's yeah. freaking, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's so, really uh, but yeah, that's, that's actually going to be dropping on Saturday. So you guys have uh, kind of... Well, it'll be the day before you're hearing this because yeah. this goes the lab. This will drop once. Oh day. yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, then then, then so it's, come it's, pick it up at Yellow. It's bridge. current. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Come out and get it, man. Yeah, you guys didn't get like any. We didn't get like, a scoop. We didn't get any scoops. No, 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 no. No, we're we're doing this live right now on Sunday. <laughs> no, no. This is this. Well, in full disclosure, this is Saturday morning. I just had my coffee. <laughs> it's so cool that we can do this with time. I love it. <laughs> yes. It's like it's just very, bend it. You know what yeah, I mean? Very Mandalorian esque. Yeah. Just bend time. Oh my goodness! Did you see the figure skating last last night, Friday night, right before? Yeah, it was. Yeah, cool. dude, it was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't miss. We didn't get that medal. That sucks. Yeah, the country that I root for didn't win. Yeah. I had too much to drink last night, which was Friday night. Yeah. See, that's the good thing about what you saying that is that it's plausible every. <laughs> so Adam and Justin. Uh, I threw it out to social media for a social media smackdown. I asked them, uh, do you have any important anniversaries in your life? And 59% uh, of our listeners said they do. And 41% of our listeners said they don't. Um, so, I mean, you're a married man. Yep. So you have an important uh, anniversary. I do too. Adam, yep. I think you do too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't marry. <laughs> oh, do I think my anniversary is important? That one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that one is. Um, despite what my wife says, our anniversary is very important too. <laughs> So, um, like the anniversary of taking my driving test is not important. <laughs> like, my, yeah, my wedding anniversary yeah, is for sure. Yeah. 
Lori's a sweet, understanding woman. Yes, she is. <laughs> and very talented. Yes, very much so. So. Uh, so usually our listeners wonder why I post things. And usually it leads into the next thing that we're going to do. But this time it definitely doesn't. It's total curveball. Just so, I mean, you're kind of aware that you listen to us. And Adam, mm-hmm. I think that you've miscalculated at times about when we do this. So we, we are arriving at our one-year anniversary yep. doing this podcast. I was a week early. I thought it was yeah. this week. Uh, so I was a week early. But yeah. I but, got close. But it's okay. So I got you something. Cool. And we'll... I'll give it to you whenever it's just Yeah, you'll give you. it to me. Yeah. Don't use the word exchange. You'll give it to me. Mm-hmm. I'll find something. <laughs> I'm giving you a heads up. I got you this pizza. It'll probably keep... You came here half okay. an hour. I'll find something. Ah, for fuck's sake. So anyway, uh, in the second half, when we have guests, I like to pit Adam again. What? Nothing like an assignment to buy you something. Thanks for the assignment. You don't have Ugh, to buy gosh. somebody something. Talk you know? about anniversary. He did it because he loved you. Look at this. Look at. Look, I can't believe I'm standing up for Matt. Matt. Hey, cheers, man. Boom. See, that, therapy man. works. Talk yeah. about therapy. anniversaries that aren't important. Hey, we did this thing and we didn't give up for a year. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for the obligation. I'll, I'll find you something real nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So uh, we usually pit Adam against our guests in the second half of the show, too. And usually the social media smackdown does lead into what the questions are, but this time it definitely doesn't. Uh, so it's no mystery. We do like you, but unfortunately, you will have to try to vanquish Adam in what like, I like to call Adam versus guests. Okay. He's what? You're what? Two and one? Two and one. Or one and one. I think we only did. You twice. beat did Dennis. You beat Oh, I did beat Nacho. Dennis. I'm two and one then, yes. You were two and that. one. So currently he's holding the title. Um, they're going to be three. Well, Taylor beat me last time, but oh, that's right. Yeah, it was on a technicality. Technicality. It was your stupid prices right question at the end. It wasn't a prices right question because the prices right rules weren't in play. So there are three categories: multiple choice, this and that, and the final question. Uh, we are in fair, foreign territory, so it's only fair that you get to go first in this line of questioning. And since we are in foreign territory, let's make this showdown all about battling the enemy. Nothing tastes sweeter than killing the enemy. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Your gift is going to suffer after this, I think. I don't think so. I think I have really good questions here. Sure so multiple choice. The way this works is you have an opportunity to answer this question. And if you get it right, you get the first crack at the bonus question. If you miss either one of these things, Adam gets a chance to steal. Okay. Okay. So, Justin. Here we go. In Invasion USA, a 1985 Chuck Norris movie where he stars as Matt Hunter, life as a retiree is perfect until a former foe emerges to terrorize Southern Florida. What is the name of that foe? Mikhail Rostov, Hans Gruber, Ernest Stravo Blofeld, or some character that Kevin Bacon played? I'll go with the first one. That is correct. Mikhail Rostov. So you get first crack at the bonus question. Speaking of Hans Gruber, what was the name of the building that John McClane tried to kill him in? Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> Didn't have to read the, qu- the answers. I'm done for. It's two to nothing. I'm done. <laughs> I actually saw that first movie once, too. I didn't see the first one. It's that, was really com- so that, was, bad. that was an easy guess. It's, so, it's like so bad, it's good. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's a it's Chuck Norris like, slog fest. <laughs> Russia invades Okay. Yeah. Well, because I mean, that was the well, it, it's comfortable climate. Yeah. Well, so yeah. They, I mean, you know, it's a happy accident because they were looking for Chuck Norris, and they're like, we couldn't find him in his house. So guess what? Uh, he's a Texas Fuck. Ranger. Truck. That's what I say. Come on, man. Context clues. So, Adam, on to you. You're Short down, thing, Walker. You're down by two. 
uh, the professional stars Jean Reno as Leon, the maligned assassin who only wants peace and quiet, who unfortunately is forced to square off against Gary Oldman as Norman Stansfield because of his unfortunate sidekick, Matilda. What is the name of the actress that played Matilda? Elizabeth Reagan, Ellen Green, Natalie Portman, Sylvia Landra. It was Sylvia Landra. Incorrect. Chance Whoa. to steal? Natalie Portman. That is my correct. See, I thought she would be too big to do that. No. When nope. she was a young child, she played this 12-year-old uh, star. Uh, so, first qu- crack at the uh, bonus question then. Natalie Portman was featured on a viral Saturday Night Live clip where she rapped about her life. What college did she claim to smoke weed, cheat on tests, and snort all the yay? Dartmouth, Brown, Juilliard, or Harvard? Harvard. That is correct. Oh, I might get swept. You're getting rocked. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm against the ropes. Yeah. It's also on back to you. I'm also not worried about it because this beer is delicious. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's the only downfall of being the host of Adam versus Guest. I don't get to drink the beer while I'm asking the questions. <laughs> it's okay. So this is actually Adam's wheelhouse, but you get first crack at it. All right. Uh, finish this Taylor Swift bad blood oh, lyric. Goodness gracious. Okay. You say you're sorry just for show. If you live like that. A, well, then you'll know. B, your mom's a hoe. C, you live with ghosts. D, you'll disrespect your surroundings. <laughs> I guess the first one. Incorrect. All right. Adam, chance to steal. Your last Sorry, remaining answers are your mom's a hoe, you live with ghosts, you'll disrespect your surroundings. I guess you're living with ghosts. Correct. I, yes. know I know there's other two from different songs. I'm so glad for this moment that I don't know the words to that. That's great. Awesome. I didn't. I didn't either. I thought you were right. Oh, so well, whatever. Okay. It's four to one, Adam. You get a chance here at this bonus question. Tay Tay is known for more than her bad blood with Katy Perry. She's known for her embattled love life as well. Which of these fellows isn't an ex-boyfriend of Taylor Swift? A. Taylor Lautner. B, Joe Jonas, C, Jake Gyllenhaal, or D, Adam Young? Adam Young? Correct. I, I don't really know who that is, and I thought she was. He's between that and Taylor Lautner. I thought they had a brief. They did. Happening. So Adam Young is the lead singer of um, this, the band uh, that did Fireflies. Oh, oh Al yeah. City? Al City. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason I don't know him. Yeah, but despite <laughs> yeah, but I know Taylor Swift songs. Well, yeah, okay, way better. way better. Despite the fact they didn't date, she still wrote a breakup story, a breakup story about him, and used it as a song. Oh. Um, so no one's safe. It was it was called hitting wait, the they didn't date. With them. Wait, wait, they didn't date. They didn't date, and, and she, she still... wrote a breakup song. Yep. Wow. She must really hate fireflies or owls. <laughs> I don't like either. I'm not a fan. Owls creep me out. I'm okay with fireflies. Did you see it? You ever sidecard? Have you ever seen a like a naked featherless baby owl before? Yeah, they're creepy as hell. They look terrifying. Like no, I haven't. That's terrifying. That's, that's, a, Google, like, that's a Google search. Though. It's like ET with bigger eyes. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever saw one was a viral video where some Ouch. guy went into his attic. ET drinks course banquet, so I'm cool yeah. with ET, man. So I don't know. You know. Gets hammered, eats Reese's pieces. Yeah. <laughs> so right now it is four to two. Justin's in a comfortable lead. So we're going into a little bit of this or that. I want to give you a pop culture character, and you have to tell me if they're a hero or a villain. Okay? Okay. So, I think you went last. I did. It is on Justin. Justin went to lead of four to two. Oh, wait, no. He, well, he missed no. the Tay-Tay question. That's right. You stole it. Okay. So no, you, you. you got, like, the Adam Young question, I, though. I, but you? I went second. I, didn't, I never got but that, that was, question. that was the bonus. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It's okay. on you. Adam, 
first question. It's on you. Yes. Yes. It is on you. Thanks. <laughs> Once you on me. <laughs> when the camera goes off, you know, I can't go viral like that. So, first pop culture character, Taylor Durden. Taylor Durden. Oh, now what was he, though? I know the movie. Taylor Durden. I would say technically he was a villain. Correct. Yeah. He is. I mean, that's kind of tough. Yeah. That, these aren't easy, bro. Yeah. But, like, his character was, like, heroic at points. But well, he was an anti-hero till the end, and right. he found out that he was trying to blow up the city in Fight Club. Yeah. No, isn't it Tyler Durden? Yeah, sorry, Tyler Durden. Oh, oh that's dude. what I said. Like, you said Taylor, and I'm like, what the hell? I you're apologize. still thinking of Taylor Lautner. I Get was. Get out of here. Or Taylor Swift. One dude, oh my gosh, look Lautner. at that face. Lautner. How Lautner. did they not get married? They would have been Team per- Tay-Tay. Yeah, perfect. Oh, man, I just realized that. Stars don't think about this stuff. And he's a werewolf. Yeah. Man. I want him to beat that vampire ass. <laughs> did he? I don't know how it ended. I don't know. I only saw the first one. I just know he's in the movie and he has a big forehead. As soon as that vampire glittered, I was out. I was like, yeah. this is not a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Get out of here, J.K. Rowling. So, on to you. Four to three. You still have a good lead here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, too, I should, note, I should note here, of course, there are no steals because okay. it's yeah, one or the other. One. Yeah. Uh, so, for you, Nancy Thompson. This is where you come back, isn't it? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Well, I can't steal it. Uh, and I don't know the Nancy, score. Nancy, you know, he got villain, so I'm going to say villain, actually. Incorrect. She All is right. the hero and also a final girl in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Oh. No, I'll get one. I don't know. Don't worry. Okay. It's all right. You know what? The, I, I like Nightmare on Elm Street. I just don't remember that name. Nancy. I don't know. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It's Nancy. Okay. Adam, this, and you're right. This is a hard one. This is, but this is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Anton... Chirgur. Anton Chirgur. I don't really want to say the reasoning behind it. I'm just going to go with the villain. That is correct. He is the villain with the uh, pressure tank from No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. Oh, that, oh, Javier Bardem. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I okay. didn't know his name. I didn't remember his name. Yeah. Four to four. What a comeback. Yeah, I totally did. Look at that. Yeah. Man. Justin. Missy Armitage. Missy Armitage. I'm glad it's you, not me. I don't I know, know, right? I'm so like, now I'm... because you're blanking out, I will give you Wait. something here. Why? I mean, it, it... it's your home. What? That's, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with losing the Mo- bash. Modern horror cinema. He's not gonna give you much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Modern horror and cinema. Um, I think I know the reference, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, I I guess I'll say hero. She's a villain. There we go. Uh, she is <laughs> okay. the mother in Get Out who can take people into the dark space. Oh, yeah, she hypnotizes people. I saw it once, though. I don't... I don't yeah, I wish I did too. I'm oh, so well. happy that you're the one who has to do this one, by the way. Uh, James T. Kirk. <laughs> Bro, personally, I find him villainous, but he's the hero. <laughs> he is a hero. Uh, yes, you're right. I hate Star Wars. I know. Five to four. <laughs> He's taken uh-huh. over. However, if, if you, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. You dick. I know it's Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> Will you quit messing with these Star Wars references, man? <laughs> Why do you got to do that? Look at him. Now he's all flustered. No, he's all, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully you it's get like this It's like there's one. a Chewbacca in his underpants. <laughs> Buffy Summers. Hero? Correct. Yeah. Hero from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I know you watched they that. They got movie. easy all of a sudden. The movie, but not the show. I never, I never got into the okay. show. Okay, so. sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Believable. Yeah. Okay. Believable. No, right. So we are is James on... Vanderbeck in that. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, Katie Holmes was in that too, right? Yeah. She's a baby. Hey, did you know it's Katie Holmes' birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Just the the references. It's wonderful. It's it's nice having someone I respect as a brewer and also a fan of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. It's her birthday, dude. It's pretty messed up. I don't laugh on your birthday, do I? <laughs> so we are on to the final question. Okay. <gasps> so it's it's tied. Is it tied five to five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five five. Wow. And he gets the the last one, right? The last crack. Let's well, actually, go, baby. this is both of you guys get a crack at this. Oh, say what? Uh, so the way this works here is that it's closest to a grand total. You know, it has to go this way. Steve from Hop Nation taught me well. You have to make the last question. Yeah, I think you should come up with something original and not do this part anymore. No, I like this part. And it's not uh, Price is Right rules. It's closest to. Okay. Okay. So the master of destroying the enemy, Jean-Claude Van Damme, starred in some significant action movies that are staples of action cinema history. Some of the movies suck pretty bad. So we're going to combine two of them in their total gross box offices and see which one of you two gets the closest. Movie number one, Bloodsport. It's a rated R action-packed martial arts film that debuted in 1988 with Van Damme traveling to an underground tournament where the victors taste riches and the losers taste death. Dimmock. Well, that's the good one. Street Fighter. Hit theaters in 1994 with Van Damme taking up the guard of Guile as he faced off against M. Bison in hopes of foiling a dashedly plan to kill millions. So, you have to figure out the total gross box office combined total for both of these films and i will say one outperformed the other oh yeah for yeah. sure i could definitely imagine yes. so um i'll give you guys a moment to think about it why talk more about this beer i didn't get to drink this beer while i was I know, meanwhile i'm like i yeah. finished mine almost so it's so. Uh, i get the, the you crime know. in street fighter was they didn't put e-honda in it at all do you think that was the crime i don't think blanca was in it either he was oh yeah blanca was he in was. it briefly yeah. right he was yeah it was Dolcim was in it no, no, yeah, he was. Dalsim? Yeah, but yeah, he, just, he, yeah. Just, he just didn't do his He didn't do anything thing, cool. Right? I mean, like, nobody yeah, did anything cool in that movie. Nobody did their shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you guys have your answers? You ready? I don't even know what's a lot in the 90s. I don't, yeah, I mean, but you go ahead and throw a number out. Okay, first. Go ahead, throw a number out. Please. And this is winner takes all. It doesn't matter what the points are. Whoever yeah. gets this right is the winner. 200 and... 66 million. 266. Oh, I'm going to scale down. I'm going to go uh I'm going to go like 21.6 million. Oh boy. Adam's actually closer. There yes. we go. Thanks for going that far in that direction. I went I yeah. went that far down because I don't know what's a lot. And I don't, I don't actually out of those two I don't know what would have done. Well, I know what would have maybe done better opening weekend, but overall it should well, be I, that's what, uh, Street so Fighter which, which definitely had to have been a bigger open because it had the video game. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Street Fighter came in at ninety nine point four million. While oh, dude, Blood, I didn't know that's a lot. Yeah, Bloodsport came in at fifty million. So wow. the grand total is one hundred forty nine point four million dollars. So wow, unfortunately, you're going so low. It's okay, <laughs> hey, I had to go low, dude. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do a dollar, right? So you know. hey, listen, you you did what was right. In your heart, and I appreciate that. It's okay. Um, I'm all right with it. I'm 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 glad with that because, dude, Street Fighter yeah. sucked, and I, it was but I knew I knew it was like that was the of the two I'm that was the one. Pretty sure I went and saw it in theaters though. I did too. Oh, yeah, I did too. Did you really? Yeah. I saw that and Mortal Kombat in theaters. Oh, we, Mortal Kombat. 
I saw Mortal Kombat 2 in theaters, and it was, I was so much better than the first one. I had so much more fun watching. Was it Mortal Kombat 2, or was that the one they called Annihilation? Annihilation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. way better. Yeah. It was way cooler. So much cooler. Yeah, so... Um, I saw both in theaters, because I didn't learn my lesson from the first one. Goro got, got all those arms, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real easy to clean up after. Yeah. <laughs> just leave that. Falling off the rails. <laughs> Sorry. He'd be fisted. What, like pot and fit? Like fisted. Yeah, th- that's not what it's called. Goro could just, like, fist himself all day. He had all the veins. All those arms. Yeah. It could be a three-way fisting, a four-way fisting. <laughs> technically yeah. six. You imagine yeah. all the butt, all the bros he could fist. <laughs> yeah, he's just fisting all the. He could fist several bros at the same time. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of bros though. He was such a mean guy. He was, but his cock was hard as shit. Broke <laughs> Johnny Cage's hand. Hey, uh, guess who's gonna get the uh, the emails and whatever and messages? Guess who? It's, my, it's, it's my turn. Yeah, we take turns here. So, Adam, you take home the victory here. You are now ascending to three and one. However, nice. we are going into... Coming uh, for you, GSP. Yes. I like to go into something here, though, because I have two very skilled brewers in front of me and as someone who wants to learn more, too, about brewing. This is my opportunity to bring some questions that people have posed to me. I get to ask you guys. I get to learn with them. So, this is our Brewer's Advice Corner. So, once adversaries now must put their heads together to give some of the most intriguing advice asked by general public of people who have no fucking clue what they're asking. Yep. So, number one, how quickly after I start homebrewing should I start to enter competitions? I'll go with it depends. Okay. Uh, it depends on how willing you are and how accepting you are of feedback. Um, especially if it's, a, if it's a judged competition, the feedback's actually worth something to take home um and it could be if it's a crowd event too like some people that attend homebrew festivals do know what they're talking about or or you can give it to your other home the the real benefit is having the other homebrewers try it that might have more experience and they'll give you some good positive feedback um you'll get some good positive feedback from the judges and then you'll get some just general feedback from the public some of it good some of it don't take to heart but just how good you are with that and if you're happy just in your basement and giving it to your friends and they all love it that's cool too yeah but yeah uh for competition though like it depends like adam said but i think that it depends on the person you know uh if you're gonna go into something like that i wouldn't say you need to have confidence but you can't just go in there going you know oh this is gonna suck and well like just don't you know people are there to have a good time um you know it depends on you know which each competition um but if you're looking for feedback you know i would say like he said like the 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 judging ones like the 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 bjcp ones or even homebrew club events you know like like if there's any club meetings um go to those there's some pretty pretty good guys at some of them you know that will be honest with you and nice you know they won't just you know upbraid you for anything that you did wrong or something like that but uh um as far as competitions though that's uh you gotta you gotta have something you know you gotta i don't want to say compl- not arrogance but you do have to have some confidence some, something you, you know? believe in you, the recipe you, yeah, that you you know i mean are passionate about yeah helps. something that you're you're not afraid like that you know that you like that is good might not be great but you're willing to you know hear somebody you know 
say something negative or whatever, but you're going to get a couple other people going, oh, that's pretty good. That's, yeah. you know, whatever. And, uh, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been to a beer fest and, like, three people will, like, you know, love whatever. And then, like, that fourth person's, like, they make a face. And you're like, oh, okay, you need to be ready for all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. you got to be ready to watch them go over somewhere and just go, yeah. dump, you know. And yeah. then you're like, oh, no, you know, I mean, you... You get over it. I mean, it sucks, but you, you get over it real quick, and you're like, all right, whatever, you know. One of my so. one of the best competition moments ever was uh, me and Justin both brewed for the Humber and Show event out here in Greensburg, and I'm all set up, and he backs his car down and gets out. I'm like, he's like, hey Adam, how's it going? I was like, damn it. And he's like, what's wrong? I was like, guess I'll be okay with second place. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I was like. Let somebody else win once in a while. Uh, <laughs> and he, he thought I was legitimately mad at him yeah. for like the first hour of the event. Oh, no. <laughs> no actually, wait, was that, was that Homebrew and Chill or was that was Oak, Oakmont Yacht Club uh, Homebrew Fest? No, it was Homebrew and Chill you, because I remember you just got out of your car and I said that and you were like, oh. <laughs> the, there's too many people that don't know, like me and Adam, our relationship. Uh, we bumped strictly into each other a lot. Strictly, strictly platonic. No, you won, I mean, like, you won at the Yacht Club, which led yeah. to Humber and Show. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the... Okay, so, but... I, I pull up to the Oakmont Yacht Club yeah. competition, and I'm, like, unloading, and he's like, oh, Justin's here. We can all pack up. He's going to win. I did, I did say that at Oakmont, yes. And I was like, man, this motherfucker over here, you know, he really, you know... And then I won, and it was like, ah, oh, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be kidding me. You I, was, know? I, was standing I looked next at you, too, and I was like, you son of a... We're standing next to you with my second-place basket. That's all right. Because you won. Hey, man, placing is hard, dude, so... That, that basket was worth a lot, though. It was. Yeah, it was. It was good Actually, basket. Actually, you got something out of that because COVID happened next year, and I didn't get that... that that top prize. That's right. So you actually That's did get right. something over. So. <laughs> so look at that. So uh, we're t keeping on homebrewing. Uh, if you want to make a higher ABV brew on a home kit, what is the best way to go about that? Um, I mean, make sure you're good at the lower ABV stuff first because it gets more, it gets exponentially more expensive because you're buying more grain. Yeah. And if it goes bad, that's wasted money. Um, so just like know what you're doing. Yeah. And make uh, sure your mash I, ton's big enough to handle well, it. Well, not only that, but I would say, like, make sure that if you're going to do that, right, make sure you have plenty of healthy yeast. Um, this is the real answer. This is the point. You know, um, <laughs> this is why I brought him on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure you have plenty of healthy yeast. Do some research. If it's, you know, it all depends on each style, right? So if you're doing, like, a Belgian, you can get away with adding more, like, simple sugar, like table sugar right. and stuff like that. Whereas if you go to do that for, you know, something else, it might not work. Um, I mean, it'll still give you the higher ABV, but it'll it'll come off wrong. You know what yeah, I mean? It so, might come off hot or um, thin. Or... And I would also consider maybe lowering the, the volume of what you're going to end up getting. So instead of doing just five gallons and, oh, I got my five gallons, you know, scale back. Go four. Um uh, I've done a barley wine and I did it. I, I, you know, used the same ingredients that I would use for like, a, essentially like a, a 10 barrel or a 10 barrel, a 10 gallon, um, you know, batch. And I scaled it. I, I, I formulated it to be four five. So I still did all this stuff that I was going to do for that. And I got a higher gravity and then, you know, you make sure you have enough healthy yeast you go about it that way. And that barley wine came out fantastic. Um, that was a home brew that, Mr. Bash over here got a chance to try uh, the oh, Marinos. That was a Marinos, that was, yeah. yeah, dude. It's pretty good, right? It's good. So, um, but yeah, really that, those are the things that I would look at. You know, style um, and just 
you know, maybe me being comfortable with backing off that, that big volume. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Uh, last but not least here, cause you guys have both scaled up at times. So one of us more than others, <laughs> <laughs> but still, this you, you scaled up, dude. By a couple, uh, one of us by a couple barrels, one of us by a couple gallons. <laughs> still, still applicable. Yeah. So how hard is it to calculate ingredients going from your smaller system to now your larger system? You want to go first? Yeah. Go I mean, so when you get to, you know, like where I'm at now, I mean, it's, it's it's not always just a multiply by this and that's exactly it because sometimes uh you have to you have to account for things that essentially you don't know will happen or not you know so let's say you're pushing the limits on a certain style but that's if you come in range for the, all of the 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 metrics for that style let's say that you're on the the back end of it and you're you have a lower you know you're supposed to have a higher gravity and you're not let's say you don't have you know, it's not going to have as much alcohol if you add too many hops, right? Mm -hmm. It could come off way too bitter depending on the style. It could come off, you know, way too anything like that. So it's like it depends on all of that. Um, it's not always just a straight up, oh, let me just, mul you know, multiply it by. I, I used to do five gallons and I'm going to do 15. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to triple it now. You know, it's not always that same thing. It depends on everything. So, Cool. Adam? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. It's even at a smaller, just scaling. Like I went from five to I brew like roughly eleven, mm -hmm. but say ten. It's not like Justin said. It's not even at that level. Not you're not doubling everything. Yeah. You're gonna get. It's not gonna work out right. Uh, your malt is a little closer to that kind of calculation, but your hops are. I learned it the hard way. Hops don't work that way. No. Um, and if you look at, online in some of the forums for homebrewers. Um, they'll give you the formulas for it, the equation for most of it. It all depends on the alpha acids of the hops and everything like that. Or if you're willing to spend a little bit of money, um, Brewfather and Beersmith are Beersmith. both uh, mobile applications and software for laptops um, that are phenomenal. And yep. if you can take your five-gallon recipe and scale it to 10, and it'll auto-adjust your ingredients to meet yeah. the same gravity, same IBUs, nice. same, yeah. same color. And, and especially So what that's I my cheater. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that's, that's what I like about Beersmith, though, is that you can you can see as you're inputting things, like it'll show you where you're 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 getting to, right, or right. where where you're at. And, and same and same with the uh, the Brewfather one too. Yeah, and, and what's nice about that though is if you're aiming for like you know doing certain styles and you get in the middle for all of those categories, you know, uh, right. original gravity, bitterness, color, um, all of that. If you get into the middle. You're in a safer spot where, let's say, you get a better yield from, you know, your mash, right? You're, you could still be in that range. You're just on the higher end of that range. Whereas if you formulated it to be on the higher side and you still got a higher yield, you're out of that range now. And so it's like that's where I like uh, – that's a – I completely – we use it. We use Beersmith. Um, I used it every – I used it at Fury. I, we, we use it here. It's, it's definitely a great tool. I use brewing water as well for water chemistry. Same sort of thing. It's like I'm, I'm targeting, you know, specific, uh, you know, things, and, and it's like trying to hit these, these, these metrics, you know what I mean? And you always just – you want to aim for the middle. Yeah, so. and, and at least for your grist, you uh – it's more a matter of keeping the percentages steady. It's not just multiplying pounds or yeah. ounces. It's 
hey, the, my base malt was 70% at five gallons, it should probably stay roughly around 70% of 10. And I, yeah. I, I mean, you can speak to it at barrels, yeah. mm-hmm. barrels. It should usually be about that percentage. That's giving you your color, that's giving you your gravity, that's giving you the flavor. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, and both of those software packages are super inexpensive, yeah. even mm-hmm. at a homebrew level. Um, I have both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a one-time purchase too, right? Like you're not subscribing to uh, it. Right? One of them is a subscription. And one, Beersmith is a one-time purchase. Okay. Yep. Uh, Brew Father's a subscription, both very low. And it's yeah. like an annual subscription for like 20 bucks. Oh, wow, well, yeah. That's yeah. very affordable. For the whole year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, try them both out. And the, the, the Brew Father one works really well if you have... Like a grandfather, like the grandfather systems are all yeah. pre-built yeah. in there, but you can build your own. And if you have, uh, if you end up getting something like, I mean, I, I can't speak to the to the grandfather one, but if you get something like Beersmith, you know, goes back to that second question you just had. Um, you can actually, you know, change the the values in there. So instead of doing a five gallon batch, so you were saying like, how do you get a higher ABV in you know these batches? You can actually go in and change it so that you know, it's a four gallon batch, right? And keep the same amount of material that you were going to use. And you can see where that would actually sure, put you. Do, yeah. So if you're trying to do something like a Russian Imperial, like let's say you wanted to make like a smoked Russian Imperial stout, right? Yeah. If you want to take That's a roll of the dice. Hypothetical, yeah. right? And you were like, well, I only have, you know, X amount of grain and all this stuff. How can I get to this range? You can put in that grain and then backtrack it to the point where you see it. it's like, oh, I, I can, you know, make a six gallon instead of a 10. You know what right. I mean? So, yeah. yeah. You listening? Yeah. We're just going to be a little girl <laughs> by, by a big mash tun. <laughs> so, Have uh, a 22 gallon mash tun for your <laughs> 10 gallon system. I tell you what, though, man, that thing makes it so much easier to I clean. Love that thing. I love it so much. Uh, so, thank you guys for that. And I'm sure the people who ask those questions are going to be just elated to get those kind of responses Absolutely. keep yeah. them coming too absolutely uh so we are moving towards the end of our time here so this is where we move into uh where we ask what's on tap and where can you find us so actually if we want to go with justin what's on tap here at yellow bridge and how can people find you yeah i mean um so i mean we we try to post a lot on on facebook and stuff like that um uh, you can go to, I believe, Facebook or Untapped and see what we have on. Um, we've got 12 taps, well, 11 taps at the moment, 12 come Saturday, uh, full of uh, our beer. Um, you know, we've got everything from, like I said, the, the, the first beer that we had, the, the cream ale, to, uh, you know, two different variations of an imperial stout. We got three different sours on. We typically have a lot more IPAs on and right now we're a little bit on the lower side but in the next two to three weeks we're going to have more IPAs coming back on um you know we've got brown ale we've uh uh porter that kind of stuff so I mean there's we try to cover a whole range you know um and just to try to satisfy customers and then even if people aren't necessarily into beer we do carry um Bellaterra wine we carry uh Taddy Bogle cider um we have um I think I think like one of them. I think I want to say it's Bellaterra makes like cocktails and cans or something like 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 meals yeah. or whatever. Yeah. We have those two. Uh, we've got regular drinks. So if you've got kids and you know you're looking for just soda or you know whatever, it's like we have all that kind of stuff. Um, we have pizza. 
Yeah. So we it's have killer. we you know we don't have it on tap. That's that'd be weird. <laughs> but we have. If you uh, had pizza on tap, you would get Elon Musk here. Like, how do you do it? <laughs> Actually, that's the next thing besides the whole brain implant thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's uh, it's 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 the pizza on tap. Uh, no. Um, but so uh, that's another thing too. We 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 recently started making pizzas within the past uh, five six months, and um, I mean, and that's something that you know Ian, um, the owner, uh, he does. He, you know, he started this up from home brewing, and you know he's good at it. And now we're five years in, and he started learning how to make pizza, and the pizza is phenomenal. Yeah. So I mean, you know, come out have some. I, what I like to think is pretty good beer and really good pizza and, you know, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. So right up route 66 in the heart of Delmont. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not a far drive. It's, uh, uh, it depends on where you're at. It's, you know, there's plenty worth, of ways to get here. And it's, it's worth, worth it. And it's, and it's worth, worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Adam, what's on top? So, so I won't waste everybody's time with everything, but, uh, just hitting on the new stuff. Uh, we have a hazy IPA that'll be ready for Sunday when you're hearing this. Um, we still have some of this mid Russian Imperial out, uh, left. I might have to bottle some more, but yeah. uh, we have plenty left. We're about halfway through the supply. Um, and we're brewing up a red ale this weekend uh, for St. Paddy's Day. So an Irish red ale is coming yeah. on at a low, low 4.5%. <laughs> I can't. Picking, picking, picking up the order today was unbelievable. It was unbelievably light. Yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole grain bill is only 22 Line. pounds, which I think has been our base yeah. malt in the last couple. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It should be. A, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> only be four, easy only four percent. Are you going to be all right? Four, four and a half. Four, four and a half. Okay. <laughs> and that's at low efficiency. I might. I, it <laughs> might. <laughs> five, but I know, right? Like shooting for the middle, like you said. That's right. Shooting for the middle, man. So uh, also too, make sure you are looking for tickets for uh, the best brunch ever. Session one sold out. Session one so is get sold your session out. two tickets. Uh, that's on May 14th, and then we're also going to be at Brews and Bruises on June. Fourth, I believe. Fourth, yeah, June fourth at the Ross Draper Ice Center, Garden. Ice Garden. Yep. So and tickets are still available for that as well. Uh, so we we will be there. We'll be slinging. Maybe there'll be some decaying with the boys merch as well. And see if I can sneak it in if no one tackles me at the gate. And if you know what's going on with Adam down at the Brew Lab, we do follow him at Bash underscore Brew on all social media. It's Facebook and Instagram. He's also on Untapped. If you know what's going on with Yellow Bridge, just search him out on all social media. It's Yellow Bridge Brewing. Uh, it's Facebook, Instagram, and I think I've tagged you once on Twitter. You're also all over on Untapped. And of course, uh, the boys down in the Jojitorium, you want to follow us. We're at DecayandWTB on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can all send us all your questions, emails, comments, and whatever to DecayandWTB at gmail.com. We have new merch out on redbubble.com. You search us out, DWTB. And right now, all of our merch is 35% off. So if you want to grab a shirt, this is the time. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so, again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh uh, Justin, again, thanks for inviting us over. Uh, we really like uh, you and the brewery and the beers you gave us, so we're very thankful for that. So thank you very much. Well, thank you guys, man. And uh, we hope to do this again, hopefully in May or June. Winky face emoji. Yeah. Uh, so from yeah. our time here at Yellow Bridge until you know wherever you guys are listening to this, make sure you come grab some of this beer. Until next time, cheers. Cheers. Happy uh, birthday, Katie. I drank all my, I drank all my yogurt.